BetMGM has an unreal deal for sports fans in Virginia. Turn $5 into $150 instantly when you place your first wager at BetMGM. Simply download the BetMGM app and sign up using code CHAMPION150. Then, place a $5 wager on any sport. You'll receive $150 in bonus bets, regardless of your wager's outcome. And if you think the fun stops there, the king of sportsbooks has plenty of surprises in store. Check out daily promotions, same game parlays, live bets, and so much more. Download the app in Virginia today and get $150 in bonus bets instantly from your first wager only at BetMGM. BetMGM and GameSense remind you to play responsibly. See BetMGM.com for terms. 21 plus only. Virginia only. New customer offer. Subject to eligibility requirements. Rewards are non-withdrawable bonus bets that expire in seven days. Please gamble responsibly. Gambling problem? Call 1-800-GAMBLER. Promotional offer not available in Washington, D.C. The following show contains adult content. It's not our intent to offend anyone, but we want to inform you that if you are a child under the age of 18 or get offended easily, this next show may not be for you. The content, opinions, and subject matter of these shows are solely the choice of your show hosts and their guests, and not those of the Entertainment Network or any affiliated stations. Any comments or inquiries should be directed to those show hosts. Thank you for listening. Hey, ho, what's up, everybody? Welcome to the Jimmy Star Show with Ron Russell, bringing you the good times in music, fashion, pop culture, and entertainment. We got a really fun show for you guys today. Before we get started, let me introduce my cool, outrageous man about town coast, Mr. Ron Russell. Hey, everybody. We've got a lot of good stuff to tell you about. Mm -hmm. Um, We also Mm -hmm. want to say hi. People are starting to come into the chat room. Hey, Don Hinton and hey, Cindy Ladylike. Thanks for doing all the promo stuff uh, for the show. I think we should be a little lighter. Do you think we should be a little lighter? Well, we're changing color because of the screen behind us. So that's what's happening. We're changing lighting and color. Hang on. Um, Here's what we actually look like in for real over here. So we're okay, I guess. Yeah, you know, I just had a big argument with Jimmy before we went on the air. This equipment is crap. I mean, he really has got to invest money. I will pay for it. I, I I will buy new equipment so that we are properly done because this is like hokey pokey, yokey, finoki, no, schmokey. Anyway, everybody wants to hear about the parties. Okay. My dear friend, Danae Montague King, who is the founder of skincare products that revolutionized Europe and the, the, Midi- the Far East, he has become a multimillionaire from being a chemist, and as, as he calls himself, a scientist, and he has made certain products that really work. I use his products. I will back a lot of the stuff that I use. Um, we went to the uh, Biltmore Hotel in Los Angeles, which is celebrating its 100th year. It is probably the equivalent to the Breakers in Florida or the Plaza Hotel in New York, as far as decor and elegance goes sensational. We arrived, valet parked, got out and began to snoop. I couldn't wait. 
I had to go to the bathroom as always. And as we went down to the men's room, there were pictures along the wall of every single movie star from 1920, whatever, until maybe the 50s. Also, the Academy Awards were held at that hotel years ago. Now we go to the Tiffany room to snoop some more, and I pass out because you know how much I love flowers. Roses, red roses lined the walls going up the stairs into the Tiffany room. We snuck into the Tiffany room before anyone got there, and there were bouquets three feet in circle on every single table of red roses. Everywhere you look in the room were pedestals with red roses. It was just the most beautiful sight to be seen. The 40-foot ceilings that were all carved marble with painted frescoes upon the ceiling and stained glass windows made the room look like something out of ancient Rome. All right. We went upstairs to our room, which was lovely. It was a little sitting area with the two gilded French chairs. And uh, where a fireplace once was, was now a television. The bathroom was as old as the hotel, and it was fun taking a bath, a shower in a bathtub again with a handheld hose, which is something that I haven't done in many, many, many years. Uh, we dressed in our tuxedos and diamond shoes and glitter, and we really went out, way out. And then we went downstairs to the cocktail hour. When you entered the Tiffany room, the cocktail hour was comprised of oysters, clams, Caviar and all sorts of shrimp. Oh, shrimp, all kinds of weird fish, which I don't eat. So I quickly bypassed that, but Jimmy stopped off and he had a lot of shrimp. The champagne was being served. This is unique. You have to see it to picture it. A woman dressed as Marie Antoinette with the big hoop skirt. Well, the hoop skirt had little bottles of champagne going all around it. And there was a guy on the other side in the same outfit in drag. And uh, the champagne just didn't stop. So we were drinking champagne. Uh, the food that they had the, was international food because everybody flew in from all over the world for this party. 300 guests, mostly people who used DMK and had their salons because the DMK salons are all over the world. So these were clients of Mr. King's and also Friends, we sat at the friend table, which was called the Palm Springs table, because everybody there was from Palm Springs. Janae, excuse me, looked fantastic. He was dressed as a nobleman. And what I love the most, because he's so theatrical, was there's a huge balcony in the middle of the, of the main dining room. And suddenly the lights went down and a spotlight hit the balcony and we heard the trumpets. And we saw two trumpeteers on each side dressed like the medieval days. And suddenly Janae appears with the crown as a king. And I thought, oh my God, it was like Evita. You know, all I was waiting for, don't cry for me, Argentina. But anyway, he was splendid. His entrance was phenomenal. And everything about the evening was phenomenal. He had an orchestra playing with the guy singing all beautiful ballads of the old days uh, for dinner. And then after dinner, we had a um, cover band that was sensational playing the all Gypsy the great Kings, huh? the Gypsy Kings, the Gypsy Kings playing all kinds of wonderful music that we danced to. The champagne did not stop. The bar did not go off until midnight. Unlimited liquor, which I don't drink. 
but champagne, I did have a few glasses of champagne. And the dinner was filet mignon, this thick. I mean, it was a joke. I cut it and gave half of it to Jimmy. He goes, he's carnivorous. I'm not. Um, but the rest of the meal was great. The dessert room was beautiful. I could have eaten my way to the dessert room and at the very end died from overdose of sugar. Uh, I tried very hard to stay on my healthy kick that I'm on, and I ate very little sugar, but there's sugar in champagne. But it's my friend's birthday, and I had to celebrate him because he's 80 years old, and we go back a way back before he had a buck in his pocket when he used to travel all over the world, you know, pinching pennies to sell his product. And today he's worth millions and millions of dollars because he achieved the American dream, which is in America, anybody can become rich and famous if they know how to do it. And he sure knows how to do it. Then we staggered back to the room and went to sleep and got up the next morning and showered and changed into different tuxedos. Of course, we did brunch. Oh, we had we had brunch in the morning with Danae and his husband, Drew, and the princess of Finland, who's a lovely lady. She's a real princess. Uh, uh, and um, who else was there? I forgot. Anyway, it was a lovely brunch. Then we went to, upstairs, changed into our new tuxedos, and then went to the Oscar party. Yes, and let me say, too, Spencer Day was the singer who performed. He's on Instagram uh, he writes a bunch of songs for like Michael Bublé and people like that. And he looked like Chris Evans. Okay. We're going to to him later. And uh, we're going to have him coming on the show right. one of these days. Now we got to the Hilton uh, Marriott hotel. It was such a come down from the elegance and the beauty of that beautiful hotel to a bunch of crazy people running around with eyelashes out to here, tits hanging out. I mean, I've never seen a group of people in my life more repulsive and disgusting. They look like carn look like carnival in New Orleans. It was just not done correctly. Of course, it never is. I was not happy with it at all. When we did finally get into the dining room, which was at six o'clock after the red carpet, that was chaotic. But of course, my photographers were there that I really like. Like, what's his name? Dan Kennedy was there and, yeah. and oh, Al Ortega. Al was there, who I love. You know, all of, all of the guys that we like. So it was fun seeing them. And fun seeing our uh, Well, it was friends. fun seeing our table. You know, our friend Sean Kanan and his wife Michelle uh, Kanan and Joe Kelly and Dave Bailey and Kimmy Bear. I mean, it was a bunch of people at our table that I really enjoyed myself. Then came the dinner, which they threw at us. Threw. Honestly, threw. And it was, if any of you out there were in the military, you remember SOS. SOS was shit on a shingle. And that's what this exactly was. It was chicken, boiled possibly, boiled, with the white cream sauce on top. And the chicken was on top of cold mashed potatoes. And the mashed potatoes were on top of string beans. I did not eat it. <laughs> I couldn't eat it. I cut into the chicken. It was like boiled rubber. There was no champagne. There was nothing at this crappy um, Oscar party. It was still fun. We met a lot the of Oscar cool party, people. The Oscar party, the prior year that Sue Wong threw, was heavenly. 
Sue Wong did a magnificent job with that New Year's Eve, or not New Year's Eve, with that Oscar party. Her models were walking around looking like heavenly angels in her gorgeous gowns. The champagne flew, flowed. The food was wonderful. It was quite a difference. So I have got to say that much about Sue Wong. When it comes to design, she's the best. So you're right, Michelle. In the chat room, they're saying Michelle Kanan's dress was killer. We also Oh, Michelle Kanan, forget about it. We met. You know why? You know what she said to me? She said, I wore this dress for you, you. I said, because the last time I saw her, she had combat boots on and a dress. And I said, Michelle, you look ridiculous. <laughs> Who wears combat boots with a dress and a pullover sweater? You know, your husband's a famous star, and you have got to look as good as he. She said, I don't want to take it away from him. I said, bullshit. Sean is gorgeous. Who could take away anything from Sean? Not possible. So she said to me, the first thing when she saw me was, Ron, I wore this dress just for you. And look, I've got high heels on. I said, Michelle, you are the most beautiful woman in the room. And this is the most beautiful gown because it makes its statement. It tells what it's supposed to without being overdone. You're not showing off. You're not blocking other people's view of the room by wearing huge hoods and nonsense that some people wear. Some of the fun people that we met. So we met Charlene Tilton, who we had never met. She's gorgeous. She's very sweet. And she's just beautiful. She, I mean, she played Lucy on Dallas. Um, we saw Patrika Darbo, who we already knew. Yeah, who I'm maybe working with on Studio Kate, Kate Linder. Kate Linder, who always I love seeing. Cynthia. She, wait, wait. Kate Linder is one of my favorite sweetheart people. She's a cuddle bear. Um, Cynthia Rothrock. Uh, who was like a, a martial arts action star and Don the Dragon Wilson. I was super excited to meet him because I've seen all his movies and I, they were all very, very nice. Um, who else was there? Uh, the girl, the lady from of course, the, Sean Kanan. Lucy, uh, something lawless, the lady from like the having the have nots. She's like the star of the Tyler Perry TV show. That's been on the air for like five or six years. Uh, she was super nice. We had met her before at another event. Um, and then all our regular friends that were there, uh, Frankie and uh, and uh, Raster Michaels and so yeah the food wasn't great and some of it wasn't, <laughs> wasn't great, great. but the people were fun but the people were fun uh, my, the, the food I feed my little baby here is better well, anyway so. that was the weekend we are fine we are rested but now we have to go to see Jane Fonda and Lily Tomlin on a red carpet in Los Angeles for their new movie moving on that, I haven't shaven yet folks so forgive me. I will shave in the car so my face is freshly shaven. Yes. The name of the movie is called Moving On. It also has Malcolm McDowell in it, and the red carpet is tonight, so we're leaving as soon as Oops. the show is So ready. I hope to see Lily, who I have. I met Lily Tomlin over 50 years ago, and through my friend Bobby Denard, who was a very famous ice skater. And I don't know how Lily got involved with Bobby, but the whole troupe was somewhere, and I think we were in Boston, because I think I was appearing up there as well. I'm very vague about it. So tonight when I meet Lily Tomlin, I'm going to talk to her and say, Lily, do you remember this? Because I don't. Uh, I've never met Jane Fonda. I'm a great ad admirer of Jane Fonda. So I'm looking forward to this evening. And Malcolm McDowell, and I'm hopefully he'll be there because I have my seen daughter him in made like a movie years. with Malcolm McDowell and she said he was wonderful. Yes, he's fabulous. So it looks like it's going to be a very promising evening. And this is a very important red carpet. Very few people are invited. And Jimmy was invited. And I'm so proud of him that he has such a good name in the media. Uh, in fact, he commented about meeting Lily tonight. And she said to him back in uh, 
What is it called? I was on Twitter. I Twitter, tweeted we were going to it, and Lily actually reached out to me on Twitter, asked me what we were wearing, and right. asked if Ron had any pictures of when he met her before. And I said, no, they didn't take pictures really back then. No, in those no. days, we didn't even have cameras. <laughs> <laughs> I'm going back to when I was like, maybe like eight, uh, 21 years old, 20, 20. Lily and I are the same age. So she was a very young girl, and a very pretty girl, believe it or not. I mean, you know, she's not a beauty now, but she was very pretty when she was young, as I remember. But I remember us, I believe it was Boston, and Bobby was skating, and simultaneously, simultaneously, Jesus, Ron, learn English. I was appearing somewhere in one of the clubs in Boston, and we all hooked up. So it's going to be fun seeing Lily again. Also, I want to give a shout out to the Wait, track. Back then, Lily was a gorgeous redhead. I remember that. She was running around with or dating or lovers with a very beautiful redhead. I wonder if it's the same gal she's with today. No, it's not. It's not? Oh, okay. Uh, but anyway, real quick, I just want to say hi. Some more people joined us, and B. Claudia joined us. So hello. Hey, B. Claudia in the chat room. Um, we're going to bring on our guest. Let me just do a quick thing, everybody. Thanks for tuning in every week, you guys. You can hear us on SoundCloud, <laughs> iHeartRadio, Apple Podcasts, iTunes, Spotify, Amazon Music, YouTube, Google Podcasts, Radio Public, TuneIn, Pandora, and Amazon Prime. Obviously, you can see us on W4CY.com uh, live from 12 to 2 p.m. Pacific Time, 3 to 5 p.m. Eastern Time. Um, we thank everybody and thank everybody in the chat room. And um, uh, and now we're going to bring on our first guest. Let's see if we can hear him. Hey there. How you doing? Oh, man. I am doing wonderful. I got to tell you, it's been a dream of mine to be on your show. I'm grateful for you and Ron. You guys are some of my favorite people in the industry. I'm trying to adjust my, there we go. Well, that's as good as it's going to get today. But yeah, I'm really grateful to be on your show. Thanks for having me. Absolutely. So let me do my introduction, you guys. All right. Now, everybody, we're welcome to the Jimmy Star Show with Ron Russell, actor, writer, producer, model, and host, Jason Zlatkis. Is that how I pronounce your last name? Zlatkis? Zlatkis. You got it Zlatkis. Hey, hello, and welcome to the show. I know you know Ron already, but let me introduce what? my... Do I know you? Do I remember you? I don't think so. <laughs> That's not are, true. You, are, you are you important? Are you famous? <laughs> <laughs> if you're not important or famous... Get the fuck out of here. Oh, my God. <laughs> ah, hi, baby. How are you? Hey, You're looking good, you. you know. What are you doing? Thank uh, you. You know, you always you always love the way I look. I always appreciate that. It's always great to see you and Jimmy, Ron. You're you're one of my favorite person, people in the industry. I love Jason, seeing you. Jason, no bullshit. You're better looking in person. I don't know what it is, but you lose some value in camera. No, I'm oh. serious. I don't know what it is. No, seriously. <laughs> There are so many people I know, film people, who are so beautiful in person and handsome on screen, but nothing like in person. Did you ever meet a star that's better looking in person than on screen? I look like shit on screen. I look better in person. I don't, I don't know. You always, you guys always look great to me. You know, I see you in person. I'm very lucky to get to know you in real life. And and uh, so you always look great to me. I don't know. You know, well, but I, have you ever met a movie star that looked better in person than on film? I have. Carmen Electra, I've taken, oh, pictures, you can. With, she's I've taken gorgeous. pictures with Carmen Electra, and she looks gorgeous, but in real life, she's even more gorgeous than she is. Like, and in my, pictures. mine is Sophia Loren, because I made a movie with her. And Sophia Loren in person is just three-dimensionally, oh, my God, drop-dead magnificent. She's gorgeous on screen, too. Oh I, I can't say that I have. I can't say that I've met a person who looks better in person than on screen. I think a lot of the actors look really great on screen, and when I see them in person, I'm somewhat disappointed. 
They look like crap. I've met, I have that negative way also, but I don't want to bring it up. Uh, but you don't have that. You don't have to worry about <laughs> no, it. I've so. met a lot of them that, you know, on screen they have eyes and then you meet them in person and they have slits. And I thought, what the? Sometimes happened? you feel like you got fished. <laughs> they look so right. different. <laughs> yeah, I, I'm always like, oh, you see a woman on screen or you see a woman in photos and you go, you know, she probably doesn't even really look like that, you know? I think it's hilarious. So wait, we have a chat room filling up. And what I think it is with you is I think the camera should be higher. I think when you have a camera directly coming in, your mouth and your nose are far apart. Bring your head, bring your head, no, see, I'm going to do a screen test. Bring your head down. Bring your head, head down? See, there you go. That's what it is. <laughs> you must always have the camera higher because then we can see how really handsome you are. Well, well thank you. Oh, you're all teeth. You're all teeth. You know I'm six four, so it's really hard to get the camera higher. Than <laughs> <laughs> oh, I know you're tall. But I didn't know you were that tall. I knew you yeah, were tall because yeah, you tower well, over us. I'm six foot, and he's taller than I am, so I know he's. He was so great. hang on, we have a chat room filled with people start starting to fill up. Say hi, because they're all saying how 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 chiseled you are. He's and handsome. How cute you are. You and what great teeth you have, and. Girls, you got to see those. You know, I want to say hi to everybody that's out there. I thank you guys for watching. You know, this is the best show that's going on right now. Thank you for tuning in to the Jimmy Star Show with Ron Russell. You guys, I really appreciate all the fans out there. Thank you so much. Seriously. They're saying you're you're the best impression of the most gorgeous man. No, ladies and homosexuals. She's from Germany, hey, so. Ladies and homosexuals, you have to see his twinkling blue eyes. There is... They used to say years ago, your eyes sparkle. His blue eyes sparkle. Yes, Ron, you're 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 so wonderful to me. You're no, you nice you. uh, he eyes. would never tell you that if he didn't believe it either, because no. he would like he would just keep his fucking mouth shut. <laughs> and also, I'm not going to tell everybody that your penis erect is one inch. <laughs> I did never well, do well, that. You're being generous, and I appreciate that. Thank you. <laughs> well, you well, you're six foot four, so we can use our imagination. If your right. body is in proportion. <laughs> yes, it's it's a, it's well, it's a, it is what it is. I've never been asked that question before. I guess. <laughs> you know what? It'll give you a million fans. <laughs> thank you, thank you, my friend. So you guys, real quick, you can follow Jason on Instagram. He's at Jason Z, the actor. So Jason Z, spell out T-H-E, actor. Uh, follow him on Instagram. We met Jason basically, uh, might have been, not only in like the last year, I think. He's at every red carpet that we go to. And Oh, I think we met uh, him longer than last year. I don't think so. I think we met him. We at, met you the at, first time last year? No. I don't yeah, think it, was it, was probably, it was probably last year. was at the, uh, I think the first time we met was at... Um, it was the, I can't remember the name of the movie, but it was the movie where the people from Mexico are trying to get into America and it was at the Lemley theater. Yeah. I don't no, know. it wasn't at that movie. Oh, wasn't mm -hmm. that one? Okay. I think it was at a Mahal brothers movie. I think. Cause you had all oh, the Mahal ones. I'm not actually in those. I'm just a fan. Yes, you just go to them. But that's nice that you go support. That's what we do because we're not in any of those either. We like to go and support and see everybody. We usually know everybody in them, and we're friends with the Mahal brothers. Yeah. After and, the uh, show, we're going to the Jane Fonda, Lily uh, Tomlin red carpet. I heard. How amazing is that? Yeah, I'm excited about that one. I'm actually. excited, too, because I love Lily. <laughs> and uh, I haven't seen her in 50, 60 years, maybe. I like. Lily. I can't remember. I don't know if it was if it was Greenwich Village or Boston. So I'm going to have to ask Lily. Do you remember this story? Because I can't do the story. On I won't. I won't. The story is wild, but I won't do it on on our show. I'll do it in private. 
<laughs> so anyway, I want to go back. All right. So- we were wild kids back in 1960. Let me tell you. People were so reformed and so straight and so regular, and we were so way out and crazy. Yeah, so we were the we were the rebels of the day. So, and, she, and Lily was a hell of a rebel. Let me tell you, baby, she was one outrageous hombre. She really was. She still is. She still is. She tells it like it is. She don't give a shit. So I want to go to Jason now. All right. So first of all. Uh, so we've met you. We love you. We think you're fabulous. That's why we invited you on the show. Um, you didn't. You don't have a normal uh, getting into the whole film thing, and though because basically you're a model. You were a model first before you came an actor, right? So tell us a little bit of that because I wrote down that you've modeled for Phillips, Ford, Cisco, Marvel, Everyman, Jack, One Eight Hundred Flowers, Men's Warehouse. So like, like, how did you get into the whole thing? Yeah, so it's honestly like one of those stories that you think doesn't happen. I was, I've been a retail guy. I've been selling stores, you know, or working at stores my whole life. I love toys. I love selling collectible stuff. So I've always been that guy that sort of worked in retail. And, you know, I always thought business, I always thought being an actor was something you couldn't be. You couldn't, you know, you had to be born into it or you had to have some kind of special gift you were born with. And I could never pull that off. But one day I'm working at this candy store and a lady comes in and she says, do you want to be a model? And I kind of laughed it off. I thought, well, you know, my daughter's a model. How about, you know, my daughter can do these things. And she said, no, 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 I'm not talking about your daughter. I'm talking about you. And I said, me? Are you serious? And she, so I went home and I Googled her because I figured it was a scam. I thought, there's no way this could be true. <laughs> you know, who walks into any candy store and says, do you want to be a model? And, you know, because I just love, I love kids stuff. I love candy, cereal. I love toys, that kind of stuff. I'm a good kid at heart. But I Googled her and it turned out to be legit. And she put me on walking the runway for Men's Warehouse. And after that, with a men's warehouse credit, you know, that's a big major brand. And I started wearing suits. And the next thing I know, people are casting me in their films. I didn't have any training. I didn't know what I was doing. And I went on these movie sets and I said, oh, my God, this is going to be this is what I want to do the rest of my life. And I started training and I, you know, eventually I like you said, all those commercials, man, I've been so lucky to get to work for those huge brands. You know, I've worked for some, you know, major, major companies, Ford. Um, you know, Everyman Jack, as you said, Marvel. I've worked for all these great companies. And then, you know, eventually in San Francisco, where I'm from, I sort of hit a ceiling. I went as far as I could go. And, you know, and in San Francisco, you can kind of only get so far. It's, it's the second largest commercial market because of all the tech companies and all those things. And I did all that stuff. And I decided, you know what, I'm going to move to LA and see if I can really do this. And, you know, like I said, being on set, when I when I was on there, it was like, this magic moment for me. And I was like, this is all I'm going to do the rest of my life. And I don't care what it takes. I don't care if it pays. I don't care. You know, I need to do this. And that's how I sort of became an actor. And I've been very, very lucky. You know, I, yeah. I, I definitely. Done a lot of stuff in a very can, little can, bit can of time. I, can I tell you, Jason, after you're in the business 64 years, you will not have that wonderful enthusiasm <laughs> that I'm enjoying. I get up in the morning. Grumpy, I have my coffee. We get to the set. The set is freezing cold. It stinks. I have to learn lines, which I despise. And then 100 years later, after they do the lighting, okay, Mr. Russell, we're ready. I say, oh, fuck you. I'm not even in the mood. But then I go and I do. You're not kidding. You're not kidding. The lighting no, so the sparkle does dwindle a bit. <laughs> and and given, given that I'm 6'4", they don't often have people that can do, be my stand-in. So I have to stand there for an hour and a half, two hours while they set the lights. That oh. is one of the worst parts of the business. If you don't love it, 
There's especially no way you have, do that. Especially if you have to pee. Yeah, yeah. So I, you guys probably know I play a superhero in real life. I'm Hunger Halter for the San Diego, uh, Phoenix San Diego and for the Comic-Con Museum. And once I'm in that suit, I cannot go to the bathroom. It's a That's one terrible. thing. Yeah, oh, it's terrible. So my contract is that I only get to wear the suit for two hours. I only have to wear the suit for two hours because it hurts, too. It's this fiberglass piece that sort of digs into my shoulders. And, you know, I mean, what an honor to be a superhero. I'm definitely not complaining. I get to be this wonderful superhero for charity. But, it, but yeah, having to go to the bathroom yeah, as an actor is tough. It's very, it's very bad for your kidneys because the I understand some kind of an acid damages – no, it does. It damages your kidneys. When you have to go, you should go. You should not hold it in for hours. So I go. I mean, I I, I always go before we shoot. Oh, you, know, you have yeah. to. Yeah, I usually go about three times before we shoot. Part of it's nervous energy. Part of it's just the fact that I want to make sure I've gone to the bathroom. You know, this is gonna. And, and as they say, if you have diarrhea, you're shit out of luck. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, diarrhea on set. You lose, bro. Well, you got to watch what you eat because sometimes <laughs> on the roach coach, the food is poisonous and you eat it and you get stomach problems. You're not, you're not kidding. I hear a lot of actors talk about that. I hear a lot of actors talk about they don't eat before they go. If, no. I, don't eat, if I don't eat, there's no way I'm not a bitchy hoe. I, I mean, I need to eat before I'm on set or I will you're be cranky. Really big, yeah. You're a really big dude though. Like What, what, what I do is... I'm, I'm 5'11 and he's six foot and, like, and we're like... You know, very we're like short people compared you know, to you. Uh, listen, <laughs> mostly they all love Mexican food. I will not eat Mexican food before I work. My stomach does not like jalapeno. Most people's <laughs> stomach don't. You know, so I I tell the food wagon, what else have you got? Packaged goods. You know, you get things that are sealed. Granola bars or things like that. Yes, but I do not ever eat Mexican food while working unless you've been unless you're a Mexican. You know, <laughs> you, only, you know, I'm so after COVID, everything became sealed, everything became prepackaged. Right. I can't stand crafty anymore. You go over there, it's bags of chips, it's granola bars. I hate it. It's, it's not, not like it used to either. be. It's not no. really good food either. Right. It's not, it's not like you can only, on one, only one movie I was on where the roach, I call it the roach coach. The roach coach had a decent food. And what I call decent was, Frankfurters and hamburgers. <laughs> Love it. Love it. Yeah. That was decent. That was decent. All, all the women in the chat room are no, like I, wait, talking about. Hey, I don't, I'm not finished. I want everybody watching our show to know that being an actor is not all you think it is. So you better realize. Listen up what we're saying, kids. Uh, it's not all glamour. Everybody sees us on the red carpet, but they don't get all the work wow. that you go through before you get to that red carpet. And that's not always fun. You know, right. And even the red carpet is work. We're yes. Yes. We're I hate it. Yeah. I hate it. I hate it. I love it. I he love loves it. it. I hate I it. I love it. I dread I it. A camera and me, we're good friends, man. I love it. Yeah, I, I, I bet. I don't like waiting. I don't like the people pushing. I don't like the little chicks with their clip dresses and their tits hanging out and the other guys looking like I don't know what. <laughs> Yeah, there's a lot of that. There's a ton of that, Ron. You're absolutely right. There's a ton of that. I don't like the people who sort of make their living on the red carpet. I feel that. Exactly. They're not actors. They're just screwballs that think they're going to be famous. That's right. Uh, my he, also, he can't stand, though, the girls who wear the really short things who think they're going to get discovered because they're dressed like hookers. He can't stand that. I want to like, tell them all you're going to get is laid. You're the same on that. You're going to get laid. You're not going to get a part in a movie. But anyway, right. I remember red carpets of years ago where 
Angela Lansbury came as an elegant woman and Jane Russell, you know, all those beautiful stars look gorgeous and not like whores. And the red carpet was so well, uh, well organized. Anyway. You're you're talking about a different era, right? That is, is unfortunately, that era does not exist. Those were ladies with talent, with beauty, natural beauty. Absolutely. the studio ran them. The studio told them what to wear and how to behave. They didn't just go, you know, drunk and with stupid eyelashes out to the moon. You know, they they would, you know, the Max Factor people got did their makeup correctly to look like Audrey Hepburn, Grace Kelly people. Uh, today it's a free-for-all. Everybody's out there trying to be a star. Everybody's paying to be at movies, which I am so opposed to. Agreed. Because you have no talent. What gives you the right to buy into a movie and ruin my scene, you little bitch? <laughs> so, that's, that's one thing I did notice. Like You're not in a lot of Indiegogo. Like the, you, had to, you, know, you don't pay for your roles. You, you're getting in on talent. You've done a lot of work. You know, in a very little bit of time because you haven't really been acting that that long. You also have a, a podcast. But wait, I want to go back. So first of all, because all the girls just love you in the chat room. They're talking about how great your smile is and your laugh and all these things. Ladies, in person, he's triply gorgeous. Trust me. He's so good in person. If I wasn't with Jimmy, I would buy he's married. Him. I don't care if he's married. I would say. <laughs> how many kids do you have? I have two kids. I have an eight, I have an, my daughter's birthday I would is today. Say to him, you are oh, sick. happy birthday to your daughter today. Yes, thank you. She's I would 19. 19? Yeah, my daughter. I have a 19 year old and I have a 15 year old son. Oh my God. Oh. I thought you were going to tell me like five and eight or something, not 19. Holy shit. Now you look great. You're too old for me now. <laughs> right, right, right. No, I'm definitely. I'm, I'm older than I look. Uh, I've been yeah. very blessed. Uh, you yes, know, things are good. Uh, you so, know, Ron, you're so kind to me. I love you so much. I appreciate you for, for all the things you say. Thank you. Oh, no, you're that, a that, part. Listen, every queen I know, if I ever brought you, I said my, you were my boyfriend, they would hate me from now until the end of Earth. We should do that one day. I should bring you to one of the gay parties and say, this is my new husband. I dumped the old man for this one. Oh, and my they, God. And they would so say, oh, you, you, you to me. Oh, they would say you. Uh, they bitch. do, but 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 it would be funny. It would be fun. It would be funny. <laughs> oh, it would, would be the talk of Palm Springs. They would <laughs> all say, "Did you see what that old lady Russell called? This now they're gorgeous talking, guy. Oh my! Now they're God. talking about how great your hair is. They want to know what's your favorite color, which we don't usually ask those kind of questions. But they want to know what's your favorite color. What a bizarre question! I've never been asked that. My favorite color would be Philadelphia Eagles green. So no. midnight, midnight green. <laughs> midnight green, you guys, not blue. They're all guessing blue. I said no. <laughs> That's hilarious. You yeah. gotta like that. So wait, now let's talk about your wife that I'm getting rid of <laughs> when I see her. <laughs> you know my wife. You've met her all the time. I love your wife. But that doesn't mean I won't take you away from her if I can. <laughs> <laughs> well, you have a chance. If anybody does, it's you, bro. Your wife is sensational. I love her. Thank I you. See, I could see why you fell in love with her. She's very supportive. You know, she appreciates oh, my career. And, she's, she you know, and when there's downtimes as an actor, she's there for me. She's really good. That's perfect. And she's up there when it comes to PRing you. Let me tell you, she's good at that. She sure does. She's what very, wife she's very yeah. quick. Takes all my Are photos. Is she around? Is your wife around? No, she's out with my daughter for the birthday thing. Oh, because I would like people to see how beautiful she is. Oh, thank you, Ron. You're sweet. And how tall is she? 
She's 5'10". I thought so. That's With high heels, yeah, because she's my height and high heels. Yeah. Yeah, well, I'm a big dude, so, you know. Oh, that's why I'm saying you're a gorgeous couple, because she's almost six and you're 6'4". You're stunning together. Thank you. So wait, so you live in LA. That's, for some reason, I saw the hunger. The, when I saw the hunger halter stuff, I thought maybe you lived in San Diego, but you actually live in LA. That's right. I live in LA, and I drive. When I do hunger halter, I drive to San Diego. You know, it's not a it's not a bad drive, considering I'm from the Bay Area. The drives are just as far. The traffic right. here in LA is no different to us. Yeah, the prices are the same. We're, we're, I'm used to it. You know, it, it's all pretty. It's all pretty much the same. So you have a show that you do on Thursdays called Coffee Breaks Thursdays with Jason Zlakis. Zlakis. And yes. uh, so tell us a little bit about your show. Thanks for asking. So, you know, it's it's a show about the harsh realities of being an actor. I do. I talk to actor guests and, you know, we talk about uh, what it's actually like to be an actor, you know, because like like Ron, you guys were talking about a little bit earlier, you know, the glitz and the glamour. But people don't see the downtimes, the struggles, the constant auditioning, you know, the way we have to pay for lighting and we have to become these cinematographers now. The and bill collectors, you know, the bill collectors, you know, all of those things. And, we're, you know, so we talk about that on my show. We talk about the reality. And really, it's a chance for me to ask questions to actors that I want to know. I want to know as an actor that I'm not alone in feeling these things, that I'm not alone in going through the struggles or going through the wins and the ups and the downs or, you know, hey, I did a commercial, but I don't necessarily want to be the commercial guy, you know. Answer me a question. How come you never have me on your show, you creep? (laughs) You know, (laughs) we we just haven't gotten there yet. I'd love to have you on the show. You're so full of baloney. You're afraid of me. You're afraid of me on your show because I'll wreck it. I'm afraid afraid you're so wonderful. You're so beautiful. You know I'll have you on. That's definitely something we got to do. I'm holding you to that. You should, and I will go for that. I think what you're saying is true, though, because people don't get it. And, and there's yeah. also different because I like I was a costume designer on Too Fast, Too Furious, which is totally different than making a, you know, a $200,000 indie film. You know, so like I, I've been fortunate that I get to I've been able to work on both. But, um, you know, the bigger the movies, the better. The, what the I would like is. to say on your show is I'm an overnight success. It took 64 years. <laughs> right. <laughs> and I want these kids to know it. It doesn't happen tomorrow, and you may never make it. The competition is incredible. It's the rottenest business in the world to be in with the meanest of people. And if you got to really love it. I mean, and if you have to put out a little once in a while, you might have to do that too. <laughs> <laughs> so far, I've been very lucky to not have to put out. Uh, no, no, no. I'm in six of Jimmy's movies because I sleep with the producer. <laughs> <laughs> there you go. That's true. Right. So that's I, true. If I don't sleep with the producer, I'm not going to be in those movies. No, that's not true. No, I'm only in three of Jimmy's movies. The rest of them are other people's movies. Right. I make that a joke, but it's a serious business. And, and you're absolutely right. It's it's you know it's not for the faint of heart. It is very difficult. I can turn in my best performances, and they would pick somebody else because I look like the grandson who doesn't call. Or, you know, I mean, so it's really, really tough to do your best work and then not hear anything. 
And, you know, you're absolutely right. And, you know, as you talk about, it takes 64 years. Sometimes as an older actor, I fear that I don't have the time to put into the, to the you know, the, the industry that I see some of these actors. We're talking about the guys who just won awards, you know, for best picture or best supporting and all that stuff. They've been in the business for 50 years, you know, 40 years. And sometimes I worry to myself that as a guy who transitioned careers at some point, I don't have the the, the time to put in like these guys do. And that's a fear for older people, I think. Jason, let me explain why. <clears throat> Investors want names. And they will only invest in a movie if the name is big. Therefore, you've got 12 people they constantly keep casting in movies, never giving other actors a chance to show what they can do. I have never been able in my entire career to act and do what I wanted to do. Finally, I'm in a movie that we're shooting next week, next month with, uh, can I say what? No. I, no, I can't say, but I play a very famous movie star's father and I'm told that he is dead. And I'm going to talk to my cameraman and say, please come in for a close up and see if you like it. For the first time in film, I will cry. I've been wanting to do that always. Instead of being a tough guy, a gangster or a cop, I want to show that I can be sensitive. Let's see what happens with it. But anyway, you don't get what you want. You know that. Yeah, you don't get to pick your type in Hollywood. They always cast me as the bad guy. I play the cop often. You know, I'm a hitman. You know, I never get to be the romantic lead. I never get to be the comedic guy because somehow they look at me and they go, there's our villain. There's the guy who's going to murder and die at the end of the movie. You're good looking enough, though, to be a romantic lead. Absolutely. You know, you could actually, like a lot of people I would like to see you in comedy, romantic comedy. With Witherspoon. Uh, I could see uh, you with Witherspoon. Reese Witherspoon. <clears throat> oh, wow. Yeah. That's, that I could see hard. you working opposite Witherspoon. Let's send it out there. Yeah. Jason working with Witherspoon. Let Witherspoon. Witherspoon. Put that out there. How did she become famous with that name? <laughs> right. Right. <laughs> so I want to yeah. say, though, I, I watched, I watched, uh, so I went on and watched some of your work on, uh, on uh, YouTube. And you do have a movie, that, and you I, and you are the bad. And I was trying to figure out if it was you or not because your hair was different. Um, but the movie's called Near Enemies, and and I read that you were like the bad guy, and I saw the bad guy on there, but I wasn't even sure if it was you because you look different. Um, but it looks like an actually good movie, and you're basically like the lead, the the bad guy's the lead guy in the movie. Well, uh, that movie. So I play. I actually have a smaller part in that movie. Um, I play a guy. I'm in that film, and I'm in a scene where a bunch of guys are kind of sitting around talking about being in the, you know, in the army or whatever. And um, I end up actually dying in that movie. And a fun fact about that film, I couldn't be there on the second day they were shooting. So somebody doubled my dead body. And I, so I actually, they actually, I actually have a double where they show my legs and they don't show my face, but that was one of my better performances, honestly. And I got to, I'm going to be hundred percent serious. I didn't even know I had lines when I came on the set. I just thought I was a guy in the film. And they, they end up going, no, you have a bunch of lines. And so I just like whipped them out. And it took course, right? Just throwing them away. It turned out to be one of my best performances. Yeah, so I, I was very lucky to get that to get that movie and be able to use it for my reel. But I totally do look different. I'm, I'm completely shaved. I have a World War II haircut. You know, so yeah, you're right. I do look a little bit different. Uh, definitely, I didn't know in the chat room. You have actually... to always look different. Never look the same in any, uh, any movie. I change every movie. I wear different eyeglasses, different hair comb. Now, 
what you know at my age i'm 83 years old in may okay you say this guy's still working you know why when they need an old bag that can breed they say get russell <laughs> so there's not too many of me around my my market is very sm- slim i mean how many uh, 83 year old people can act still and breathe <laughs> Remarkable. I know you in real life, but I would have pinched it like 63. Yeah, that's what a lot of people Sometimes that's a problem because in the movie that I'm talking about, my son and I could almost look the same age. So I'm going to have to age a lot through makeup and, and whatever I do to myself because I, I, I could. The actor playing I could his son look is like 60 60. years. He's 65, the actor. 60, no. 60. And I'm playing his father. So I have to age. Because it could be a problem. What a remarkable problem to have, though, right? Yeah, to age me instead of youth, youth me. Yeah, right. Definitely. Actually, in the chat room, they're saying that they should remake American Gigolo with you. Yeah, oh, you'd be good. I would love that, but American Gigolo is uh, John Birdsall. He's like amazing. No, no, the original, original, American, the original is Richard Gere. Richard Gere. Oh yeah, yeah. Well, thank no, you to the, that, to the people there. Thank hustle. you so much. You could, you're from San Francisco. You know how to hustle. <laughs> I do. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You can't you can't live it you can't live there without like three side hustles. I mean you must have met a million hustlers up in San Francisco. Oh yeah, yeah, that's it's the town of hustlers. It's a hustler capital, you know. A lot exactly. of the old no, seriously, a lot of the old queens from Palm Springs, they go up to San Francisco, especially for the hustlers. I saw two other uh two other films that I watched a trailer for one. One's called Blood Skulls in Chrome and one's called Gone with the Dead. So do you I mean and this so this is a question because you're you're not pigeonholed as a horror movie actor. You have a little bit of horror movies in there, but do you like horror movies? Love them. I absolutely love horror movies. Horror movies, you know what's funny is when I was a kid, they super, super scared me. And I think that's what drew me to them as an adult is that I just sort of started to love horror movies. To me, being in a horror film was absolutely like this dream come true. And, you know, I don't care if they're high budget or low budget or whatever. Of course, I want people to see the movie. But being in those kind of movies are really great. And those, in fact, Gone with the Dead was the first set I was ever on. And I know it hasn't come out yet, but we shot it in like 2018 or 2019. And it was the set that I really fell in love with movie making. I just looked around and I could see the lighting and the the line director and all these great people and, you know, um, Gone with the Dead. And it was was this great movie. And the idea is that it's a zombie film and we shot it on this farm and it was like super, super cool. And I got to, it's some of my people, some of the people that I met on that set have still my best friends in the industry. That movie really changed my life filming that movie. It, it so really wait, drew me. I want to just say, I just got a text message from a friend and they said that they thought you would be great as Cyclops in the Marvel movies, uh, that, that you would fit good for that. But then my, I want to go back to the horror movie thing. So what are some of your like horror movies that you're a fan of? So I have a giant piece on my leg about this big tattooed of Jason Voorhees from Friday 13th. Uh, you know, he's Jason, I'm Jason. So to me, that was like this huge, cool thing. And it was this big badass. And Kane Hodder played him in a bunch of the films. And I just love the portrayal. I absolutely love that movie. I'm a big fan of Wes Craven, Serpent in the Rainbow. was like mm-hmm. one of my favorite all-time films, you know. And I just, that kind of stuff to me is really where it's at. 80s horror. Because of my childhood, it really affected me. So to me, those are like some of my favorite things. So I, I collect action figures, and basically everything is horror and superhero primarily, and I have an office full of everything. And one of the things I have in my office is a six-and-a-half-foot Jason that when you plug him in, it goes, makes the music, and he swings the machete. Um, Love it. 
Nice. And, uh, and we're friends with all the Jason, you know, all that we've had everybody. Kane Hodder's a friend of mine. Like we've had all the Jasons on the show. Almost everybody yep. who's ever played him has been on the show. I think we've had every Jason, haven't yeah, we? Yeah, I think we've had everyone. We've had every single Jason on. And Kane they're Hunter. hard to talk to because they all have a different feedback on what it was like playing uh, Jason. I've known Kane Hodder, though, for like 20 years. He's he's literally on my like bucket list to me. Like like to me, he's like he's like horror incarnate. He's like the greatest thing that ever happened. He is I, so I, cool too. I actually have a picture at a party with Kane Hodder and um, the guy from from Texas Chainsaw Massacre, R.A. Mihailov, R.A. Oh. Mihailov, who is I think the third the third Texas Chainsaw Massacre, and they're actually have me in like a headlock. You know, coming on each side of me, holding you know holding my neck. It's really fun. But I've known Kane for like a really long time. He's a yeah, really man. cool guy. You should introduce me. It would be an honor. Absolutely. And he's a great stunt coordinator, too. He's really A lot you know, of writers send me scripts, okay? And I would say a great percentage of the scripts are 10 people held up in a museum and one by one, 10 people get killed. Then the next script is 10 people in a cowboy house and they all get killed. Next one is 10 people in a cave and one by So please do not send me those scripts. I don't want them. I will not read them. I, I immediately dissolve them on my computer. I think it's time that we go back to Psycho, you know, Alfred Hitchcock. Let's bring in Thriller Horror. Let's bring in a story. Let's give a shit about these people if they get their throats cut. I mean, I go to all these movies and I see people getting killed right and left and I say, oh good, this means the movie's almost over. <laughs> so right. that's not the attitude. I want to feel bad. When Janet Lee got it in the shower, I was with my girlfriend, Hilda, at the time. And I said, Hilda, I can't believe they killed a star in 10 minutes in the film. Oh, she's going to come back. She's really not dead. And how disappointed I was when the car went down in the swamp with her body in the trunk, because I knew she wasn't coming back. So I felt bad that this crazy old lady killed this beautiful girl. We've got to do that again. We need character development and we need character writing so that we really care about the people who get murdered. Look at the uh, wonderful film that I love, the old 1940 film, And Then There Were None. Have you ever seen that? Twelve no. little Indians all in a row. One gets killed one by one. It was a classic. Everybody out there watch it. Twelve little Indians, it's called. So I think we should bring that back. And those are the films that I'm looking forward to being in. Well, Psycho is by far the greatest film ever made. In my opinion, it's it's the pinnacle. It's it's everything. I mean, it's so brilliant. It scared me as an adult. I mean, so I love Psycho. By far the best movie ever made. I, I agree with that. So I have a question for you then, and I like to ask this to all the actors. Um, and it's a three-part question. Okay, part one, I need a male actor, and then part two is a female actor. Bucket list, if you could work with any male and female actor, uh, living or dead, or you can pick a living and a dead, uh, who would that be? And then the next part of the question is, if you could be in any movie that's ever been made in history, what movie would you have liked to have been in? Okay, so if I could work with any actor, alive or dead, believe it or not, I'd love to work with, work with Will Arnett. I think Will Arnett. Oh, wow. Is a, Will he, Arnett. Wow. I think, he, I think he's a marvelous talent. I think he's hysterical. I, Very you know, funny. I, I think he's a, right. I think he's a genuine guy. To work with any female, I, you know, I think I would pick Nev Campbell. I really have a crush on Nev Campbell uh, or Shawnee Smith. Maybe the two of them. Of course, they're in horror films. They're known for horror films. I, I, but I think Nev Campbell would probably be my pick just because I, I think I, she's so adorable. I've met Shawnee Smith several times. She was really, really nice. I met her at the height of all the Saw stuff. 
And um, I've never met Nev Campbell, but I've heard good things about her. But she's not just horror because she was like played the Rock's wife in that movie where like the whole building burns down or whatever, like the airline, like I don't know, in, in Asia or well, something, I, and the I, hotel I, burns down. I, I met Cliff uh, met years ago. That's Will's dad, and he was a comedian, old guy, and so opposite his son. My God, it was amazing. But uh, I could see where uh, Will got his uh, charisma from. His, old, his think, old man was quite a nice guy. I think his. I think Will and Arnett's probably one of the more underrated actors yeah. too. Like he's not. I mean, uh, he's he does good quality work. One thing though is he doesn't do just any piece of shit that well, gets wait, thrown at him. Are you familiar him. with his father, Cliff Arnett? I'm not actually. Cliff, Cliff Arnett was on the Hollywood Squares. Oh yes. If you remember the Hollywood Squares, he always wore a hat with a beard. He was an old little short fat man with a hat and a beard. Very funny. <laughs> well, to answer your last, your final part of that question, if I could be in any movie, believe it or not, my all-time favorite movie is Young Guns. I love what is the it? old Young West. Guns. I Young love Guns? Billy the Kid. Yeah. Young Guns, yeah. It's a movie with Emilio Estevez, Lou Diamond Phillips, Casey Zavesco, Kiefer Sutherland, Dermot Mulroney. They were all hot and new at that time. And I think Young Guns tells a fantastic story. I think it's a great movie. Terrence Stamp, of course, was in it. I absolutely love that movie. If I could be in any film, it would be that. Was it a Western? Yeah. It's a Western. Oh, young Guns. See, young Guns. I, I like Young Guns. I didn't I don't like Young Guns 2 that much, but I like the first one a lot. I don't think I've ever and seen it. And the second one wasn't as good. Um, or to me, it wasn't as good. But I think it had an amazing cast, and all those people you know, are, are huge stars, You know, just to be with any of them. Yeah, I mean, you know, if I could play Billy the Kid in a movie or or even, you know, Doc Skurlock or any of those guys that were, you know, Charlie Bowdry, any of those real Western guys, man, that to me is it. And I've never been cast in a Western, surprisingly. I'd love to do a Western. Oh, that would be fun. Oh, I did. Oh, my God, you're six foot four on a horse, <laughs> I, though. I did a Western. I was, a, I was on a horse for 13 weeks. Don't ask. <laughs> <laughs> I do not like doing westerns. They're always you're always putting you on a horse. Well, that's what a western is. I know that, but <laughs> you know what it's like being on a horse that doesn't stand still. They're always wiggling their ass. You know what it does to your your colones, your testicles when you're in the saddle. It ain't fun. It's like scrambled eggs. <laughs> it was oh, painful like being in a, in a, in a saddle is for you know long hours of shooting. It's very painful. Your butt hurts. Not fun. I, I have not been on a horse in about thirty-five years. I, I have not been on a horse. Oh well, let them put you on. I one. haven't either. Let them put you on one for twelve hours. Right. Oh, the friggin' horse doesn't stand still. It's always got to wiggle its ass, and when it wiggles, you you wiggle, and you're rubbing up against the saddle. Not fun. <laughs> That's not fun. They're saying you look like Doc Holliday. They think you look like. You Doc know what? Holiday. I would like to work with him. Can you put him in one of your movies? Uh, maybe I can if, put him in my this, werewolf movie. You want to be in a werewolf movie? Absolutely. I'd like oh, monster movies? I'd like, you, I'd, like of work, I'd like to work with you. It would be fun on the set. I've got Definitely. a. I'm putting together a werewolf movie uh, that's got a bunch of uh, big stars too. A bunch of you know, a bunch of people who a lot of them are more famous, like in the '80s and the '90s. Um, but we have a the script out to one really major pop star to play one of the leads. So we'll see how it goes. You know, like I said, I'm a, I'm a nostalgic guy. So guys from the 80s and 90s are kind of where I sort of base my whole thing. I love to work with those people. I think it's great. I also have a really big wrestler. No, but I like nice people like you to get work, not assholes. Thank you. 
<laughs> Ron, you're so good to me. No, it's true. We, we know plenty of people who are total assholes and on the set, they're terrors. Horrors on, horrors on wheels. Oh, they said uh, you should have been in True Blood. And I told you. <laughs> yeah, they got all kinds of ideas where you should be. Where you should I, get, I get vampire quite often. I, haven't yet, I have yet to land a vampire movie, but I have auditioned for it. Okay. All my life, I've wanted to play Christopher Lee. I wanted to be the handsome, tall vampire. Guess what? I'm going to vamp. I'm in a vampire movie coming up. We're making. It's called O Negative. Guess Typo what? Negative. Typo negative. I play a gay vampire. I mean, do I have dirty luck or what? You know, I, between you and I, I love Christopher Lee. You're so much better looking than him. But now I'm going to play a gay vampire. That's quite a different. He's not sure about the whole gay part of it. <laughs> yeah, no, it that's is. the part he has. That's the part he's stretching. Well, I'm I'm a gay. I'm a vampire. That's light in the loafers, and I, my daughter is also a vampire. And it's 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 really a good script, by the way. It's an interesting script. It's, uh, I think, yeah, when it's made as a, there's never been a vampire movie to like it. After we have people come on our show, though, I put them on a list. So, because all the indie filmmakers actually, like, come to me wanting to know who I know <clears> since we have a lot of cool people on the show. Um, so I'll put you on my list, and that way when people, you know, because I send the list out all a couple of times a week to people looking to cast. So I'll put you on my, like, casting list of people that I can actually contact and, and you could talk to, to about a role. Thank um, you, being on your show was on my bucket list. When you asked me to be on your show, I was like, I made it. Okay, oh, yeah. I did it. I finally so, did it. You're full of crap. You're just I'm not, I'm not full of crap. I'm telling you, getting, getting on your violent. show was an honor. Everybody an wants honor. to honor. No, we, we try to have a good time and we try to mix it up. Sometimes the people are super you know, famous. Some I, of the people, are, sometimes the people are like you who we think are going to be super famous. And uh, A couple of years so ago, that's how we go. I was Florida we have an engineer in Florida, you know, that transmits us to W4CY. And the president of W4CY said to me, Ron, have you any idea how famous you and Jimmy are? I said, we are. He said, you are outrageously famous. I said, how's that? He said, because you are. I said, well, nobody's ever stopped me in the street and said, hello, Mr. Famous. Because they hear us more because than they, they watch Because they hear us. It's a radio show. They don't know what we look like. It's basically more radio than visual. But... um. So you know what? Yeah, we just not too long ago we broke a billion downloads. Yeah, it's nice not to be conceited. Definitely, you know, you have to yeah. be gracious in this industry. If you're not gracious in this industry, you're not going to make it. I don't, I don't take those people who get too high on their horse. You know, and, and you guys are definitely not that. You guys are so no, nice. I never, and so I kind. never will. I never will be. Even after I accept my Oscar. <laughs> right. So wait, what did you do for the Oscar parties? What did you? Where did you go? So my publicist held a uh, viewing party at at the uh, Linnea Apartments in this like super, you know, I can't afford to live there kind of place in Los Angeles. And uh, it was really great. We went over there. We just had a great time and we played games and we did a um, like a gift exchange. It was really fun. We had a red carpet and, you know, Alme was there and they took, you know, legit photos. And it was it was really awesome. And, you know, for me, like you said, I'm not I haven't been in the industry all that long. And so for me, it was like my first like viewing party to get, you know, with other stars and with other actors. And it was, it was quite the experience. It was actually really cool. That's, that's what I got to do. Oh, that's fun. That's good. It's so nice listening to you. You're so fresh and so full of wonderment and enthusiasm. Enthusiasm. It's so nice because I still have enthusiasm. And he has enthusiasm for a lot of things, just not everything. Because he's got a couple really big movies that I think are about to be funded. You know what I was enthusiastic about? Julie Newmar, 
You don't even know who Julie Newmar is. Of course I do. I, I, do. Photos. I know I know I know Julie I met Julie Newmar at Rock Hudson's house with Jane Russell a million years ago. And that was my last memory of Julie. And then I I think I interviewed her. She was at my friend Danae Montague King's birthday party. So I sat with Julie, and Julie and I talked about Terry Moore, Jane Russell, Rita Hayworth, Lana Turner, all the people that we knew. And my I'm gonna I, I get very emotional. They're all dead. And Julie is 90. So I said, Julie, we're the last of the Mohegans. And she said, yes, we are. I said, no, we have Terry Moore. She's 96. And she still runs Santa Monica uh, Beach two miles every day. The sad thing is you love friends that you've worked with and that you know in the business, and then they start to die on you. And then you're the only one left and you're surrounded by all these young kids that you don't understand. And there's sometimes they're, they're not nice to you because you're old. They make fun of you and they ignore you. You become invisible. So there is a sad side to being an old actor. I have no idea why the fuck I'm even mentioning this. I, I got <laughs> you lost. started out as in Julie Newmar, how great a yeah, time you had with I Julie got Newmar. Lost, I got lost in my moment. Julie Newmar looks absolutely beautiful. Please, people, go to my Facebook page, Ron Russell's show, and look at Julie Newmar, stunningly beautiful woman, and has all her marbles. I have no idea why I'm talking. So, about can this. you be an action? Like, can you? Uh, like, I, I, I'm, I think you would actually be really good in romantic comedy. Um, obviously, you can do horror. You would make a great. Uh, you would make a great vampire because you've got a nice thin face. You know, you would make a scary vampire. Um, what about like action movies? Like if you had to go beat the shit out of somebody, something you could do? Absolutely. Oh man, that would be great. You know, I beat the shit out of somebody. <laughs> you mean not in real life? But I hope you do that. I hope you do that. Any stunt training? Unfortunately, that's you know that's something I need to get trained on. Stunt training, and you know, fighting in movies is very different than fighting in real life. You know, there's there, we're wide more wide open than you know just really you know, and so fighting in movies is a lot. And I have done it in a few films. Um, you know, there's usually I'm the guy on the receiving end, uh, you know, because like I'm usually the bad guy who ends up getting killed at the end of the movie. And, uh, you know, so doing those kind of things, I would absolutely love to do an action picture, especially something like, let's say, like Die Hard, where it has a comedic element, but it also has a legit action story where, you know, things are cool. I would love to do that. That would be great. I don't really know why they do you as the bad guy, though, because realistically... I don't see him as a bad guy. I don't really guy see either. you as the bad guy, no. like at all. Like, I mean, you're, you're, you have such a big smile and everything. I would think, if, if anything, you would be like the smart ass, you no, know, good I, guy or I something. I see him playing in these romantic comedies that we love to watch. He doesn't look like a bad guy because he's too pretty and too um, wholesome. You could be an altar boy. And I don't know many altar boys <laughs> that are wise guys. You know, I'm the wise guy type. You know, I see like you the Brooklyn playing, accent and tough. I could see you playing like like well, so. My favorite movie of all time is Pretty Woman. I've seen it like eight thousand times, and like you could play the Richard Gere part of yeah. Pretty Woman just like that. I mean, like you could actually play all of Richard Gere's parts. Yeah, tell, you could, tell you the truth. Yeah, actually, you really I love it. You are definitely uh, anybody out there looking to cast cast him in a romantic comedy. I think you got a hit show. I mean, I think right now you're you're in a right now kind of like the tables are turned a little bit and. 
because I, I do believe the fact that you're really good looking helps you a lot right now in this exact market. Maybe not quite as much just because I don't know if you watch commercials now on TV. They pick the ugliest people that they can yeah, possibly Yeah, but wait pick. a minute. Good looking, <laughs> wait, good looking there are a dime a dozen. Like He's not the only good looking guy in Hollywood. There are so many good looking guys in Hollywood. But he's got a sparkle. And the camera likes a sparkle. Um, you could be as handsome as they come in and the camera you're as flat and as dead as a dead horse. I think you, I think you, everybody out in the chat room, doesn't he sparkle? Look at him. He has a sparkling face. And usually in a romantic comedy, they always have sparkling faces. You know, the guy that's all like apple pie and I'm in love with the girl next door. Hey, babe, let's go to the drive-in movie. You know, that kind of thing. You know, you're, but Jimmy, you're, Jimmy, you're right. I auditioned for these commercials and when I look at who they cast, I go, oh, they didn't want a guy like me. They wanted somebody like that guy or whatever, you know. I, no, totally, we- I totally see that. We watch TV and we oh, like you because you, you know ten years ago you watched TV. Everybody on there was a supermodel, and every commercial, everybody was gorgeous. Now it's like every person, you know, they're like yeah, they I, I, get I could do commercials in a minute. Viagra depends. <laughs> fast, fast teeth. I mean, I could. I know, but you're too good looking for them. They're not picking good looking. Oh, people. I don't do I don't do commercials anyway. <laughs> right, right. So co- doing commercials is just because in LA you got to you got to pay the rent somehow. You know, it's right. It's, it's, oh, no, no, you're not. <laughs> is your wife actually in the business or no? No, my wife works for a home builder. She's in purchasing, and she works for a home builder. They they build here uh, in the in SoCal, and they also build in NorCal and stuff. And she's in the purchasing department. So you know when they're building these homes, they need somebody to hire the contractors, somebody to install the garage doors. She that's what she does. Oh, that's good though, because that way somebody in the family's got like a regular paycheck. <laughs> <laughs> yes, someone in the family has to make money. Yeah, yeah you can't. Don't I remember those? Don't I remember those days? <laughs> I think it's funny. So you guys, you can follow Jason on Instagram. It's at Jason Z, the actor. Are you on Twitter or any other platforms? I'm on Facebook. Uh, just under my name, Jason Zalakis. You know, I, I'm active on Facebook so my mom can see the stuff, you know. Oh, I wanted to ask you a question. Are you Greek? No, actually, I'm Lithuanian. Oh, because the name almost sounded Greek. Yeah, it's, it's Lithuanian. Zalakis is a really popular name in Lithuania. I guess I, I guess if you're, if you're Zalakis, you're related to me, but I've never met them. Um, you know, we're the only uh, sort of we're the only West Coast Zalakises. Um, I think we have some family in Philadelphia where my father is from, but realistically, there's not a lot of us in the United States. Okay, good. I thought Greek. Um, what do you want to ask? We have no, the floor. I was just, no, I was just like looking real quick because everybody's sending me messages. Everybody's sending messages. Well, we we only have a couple minutes till our next guest. So, what what should everybody go out and look for? What are we looking for for you? If we should first of all, everybody should watch your show on Thursdays. Yes. Coffee Breaks Thursdays with Jason Zalakis is really my big thing. Uh, you know, I, I have a lot of stuff coming up. Of course, you know, with NDAs, you can't talk about a lot of stuff like anything yeah. else, right? I have movies coming out, um, you know, but I have a lot of commercials dropping. I'm the commercial guy, it seems like. I do a lot of salesman stuff. So I'm really excited about those. If you Google me, you can see everything I've done, interviews, magazines, uh, you know, all that stuff. That's probably the best thing to do. So, you know, like I said, I have a lot coming up, but not a whole lot, unfortunately, that I can discuss. There you go. Is it true that commercials no longer pay what they used to pay 20 years ago? It's brutal, dude. It, it, the, the, the worst part is that they, they want to put in that they own you for perpetuity. So if somebody like me, you know, gets going, I get famous or whatever, I win an Oscar, an Oscar you know, whatever, then they, they you know, some air, air conditioning company has me for my whole life. There's like right. nothing I can do at that point, you know, because it's for perpetuity. But am I supposed to say no? I'm not taking your money. 
I mean, no. you know, right. So, right. It's really commercial work is not all it's cracked up to be other than you have something you can show people, you know, I mean, besides your reel and, you know, because of all these things with NDAs, there's not a lot I can really put out there to say, Hey, look, I'm working. So commercials do give me that opportunity to say, Hey, look, mom, here's something I did. You know, and my mother is not, a, like I said, I get cast as a bad guy or I get cast as somebody who typically dies in the film. And my mother is definitely not about that. Jason, I, I didn't like watching you die. That was horrible. And, uh, was like, <laughs> so commercials are something I can show my mom, you know. So, right. you know, there is some benefit to doing it. But ultimately, yeah, it's brutal out there. Being an actor, as we've talked about, is, is not for the faint of heart. You, you, if you don't love it, it's not where you should go. Absolutely. Years ago, I, I was a hairdresser, you know, to survive. And I worked in a Sutton Place shop in New York. And one of my customers was Sarah Tom. Sarah Tom was the Clairol uh, hair color model. And I asked her, I said, Sarah, do you live off of what you make in modeling? She said, absolutely. We get paid beautifully. Eileen Ford, you know, blah, blah, blah. Today, we spoke with a model not long ago. I forgot who it was, a very famous model. And she said, I barely can make my rent. So I said, oh, yeah. Has it changed that drastically? She said, the years have changed terribly. Everybody model. Everybody yeah. as acting wants to model. Oh, oh, more- yeah. I, I had to stop modeling because they kept coming up to me and saying on set, they go, well, you're not that good an actor because you're a model. Or you're not that good a model because you're an actor. And I was like, why do I have to pick? I'm good at both, exactly. but they were, you know, exactly. but they were now it's like in modeling, everyone wants to get their break. So they're barely even paying. You know, I, I host modeling events as a, as a guy who hosts, you know, that kind of stuff. And, and you know, the, the models, they, they're lucky to be there is how they treat them. You know, they can, well, if you don't want to do it for free, I'll get somebody who does. You know, it's, it's terrible. It's terrible. Today, yeah, if you don't have a super duper name, you're abused. I believe yep. that. It's true. Totally. If you're Brad Pitt, you can call your pride. Angelina Jolie can call it. If, if Esther Lauder wants her to do a perfume, but if a pretty girl from starting off, they say for free. Yeah, or you'd be lucky to get 500 bucks. You know, yeah, yeah. It's, it's a oh, break yeah. for you. Being an Esther Lauder model is a break for you, you stupid broad. Do it or right. get out of here. We've got 50 women willing to do it. It's sad. It's very sad. It's, exactly. It's very sad. I agree. It's it's very tough, it, and, it's, and it's harder than it ever was to, to be – you know, in, in Hollywood because the competition is so high. There's somebody oh. willing to do it for less money. It's very difficult. I am glad, though, that you don't pay for roles and that you're, like, building your acting resume yeah. based on your talent. I think that's But Jimmy you know, tells really me all good. the time, do a commercial, do a commercial. I said, you got to be kidding. I, if I right. do it, if, whatever I earn in one commercial is lunch at the Ivy. Jimmy, thank you. I, paying for roles is something I'm super against. I don't dig that. I don't think that they try either. to do that. I don't like it as a perk on Indiegogo. I don't do that kind of stuff. I figure, you know, I'm working hard and then, you know, I'm going to buy a role that and, and just shoot my credibility. That's definitely not something I'm doing. They come to me all the time because I produce a lot of films and they'll say, oh, you want to be a producer? I'm like, okay, so, you know, what are you going to pay me? And they're like, no, you know, pay $500 and you can get a producer credit. I was like, I get paid to produce movies. I don't pay to get a credit. That's right. what I said. I got a fucking 200 and something credits. I don't need fucking credits. I, I need get, money. I, <laughs> I got that a lot. They said, Ron Russell, for $10,000, you could be in a movie with a famous star. And I said, for a joke, who's the star? They said, Tom Sizemore. I said, 
I've been in movies and I know Tom and people pay me. God rest his soul, Tom. We oh, lost right. Tom. Our next more. guest here. Yeah, that's terrible. We so lost, so we you guys, him. let's follow Jason, everybody. It's Jason's lack, Jason Z, the actor. Check out his work. We'll bring When a whole bunch of stuff comes out, we'll bring you back again and uh, so we can show people. And, uh, and we'll see you soon because uh, we're going to take our next guest. You will. You too, guys. I love you both. And, and we'll say hello to your wife. Oh, yeah. Me. Say hello to your wife and happy birthday to your daughter. Yes. I happy will. birthday. Thank you, guys. We'll talk soon. You're the best. Bye. All righty. Bye-bye. I'm, I'm going to be on your show, remember. Yes, Ron. You are. Because <laughs> you'll get the biggest rating ever. We're going to make it happen really soon. I will, I will make your ratings. <laughs> All right, you guys. Bye. All right. Bye. Hey, you guys, so we're going to bring on our next guest in one second. I thought what we would do so everybody can kind of see. So we're bringing on our first female hip-hop artist. Um, she's a rapper, a model. She's fabulous. Her name is Roxanne Luciano. And before we bring her on, we're going to play. This is her debut single. She's done many more since then. But this is the debut single. It's called Rich Rich. And it's about being rich in wealth, health, and spirit. And it's by Roxanne Luciano. Go ahead, Juan. Let's play it. Roxanne Luciano, Rich Rich. And then we'll be back with her on the line. Roxy, Roxy, mm-hmm. Roxanne Luciano, hold up, hold up, I don't need your money, got my own shit, Miss Rich Bitch, fuck up on my business, haters keep my name in their mouth, hope they choke on it, Rocks got boss so hard, they heard it go to me. Up in the coop with my day ones. Bad bitches getting bitches ain't changing. But the diamonds on my neck might blind ya. Ain't got no Birkin money, I ain't got no time for ya. East coast, west coast, worldwide. Just got off a flight to your bitch, I'm outside. Money, money, money with my gang, gang, gang. Boss the bad bitch, hate to stay in your lane. You ain't got nothing on me. You know what I like, right? Gucci, Prada, Fendi, Bentley's, couple red bottoms, trips overseas, jet skis, doing top speed. Can't stop me. I done Kylie blowing hella weed. I do what I want, fuck you telling me. Haters envy me, love the jealousy. I got what you need, know the recipe. Bring him to his knees, make him plead for the rest of me. If I wanna get it, I'ma make it happen. I rock the boat, I am the captain. I move my hips, chain reaction. Dripping on these bitches while I pass them laughing. Down south, up north, worldwide. Just got off a flight, tell your bitch I'm outside. Money, money, money with my gang, gang, gang. Bust up, bad bitch, ho, stay in your lane. You ain't got nothing on me. Go buy it, give me gold and give me them diamonds I get money, bitch, you should try it Fuck them haters, just live your life Cause if I want it, then I go buy it Give me gold and give me them diamonds I get money, bitch, you should try it Fuck them haters, just live your life
keep your girl for the week. Everybody, that's that's Rich Rich by Roxanne Luciano, and now we're gonna bring her on the show. Holy shit! Hey, Roxanne, how you doing? Hi, how are you guys? We're fantastic. It's so nice to meet you. So nice to meet you. Your buns is amazing. (laughs) (laughs) Thank you. Those ones are like jello on springs. Yes. Yes. <laughs> Let me introduce you formally. Hey, everybody. Now we want to welcome to the Jimmy Star Show with Ron Russell, hip hop artist, rapper, and model Roxanne Luciano. Hello, and welcome to the show. Hello. Thank you so much for having me. Uh, let me introduce I'm so happy you. to be here. Good. We're happy to have you. This is my cool, outrageous man about town co host, Ron Russell. Do you nice realize, you. have you any idea what you do to young boys? They're all going <laughs> to go blind because of you. <laughs> oh, my gosh. I mean, if that's not a masturbation fantasy video, <laughs> nothing is. My God, you are that's so sexy and hot and notorious <laughs> and outrageous. I'm shocked. You, you're like out. I have to tell you. First, I enjoyed the video. So first of all, I have to tell you. So Ron is not a huge fan of hip hop. No, uh, but I like what you did. Uh, he's not a big fan of it. Uh, so we don't have very many hip hop. We've had a few. We had Fredro Star. We've had a few. You know, really big hip hop. Good one. I don't PM like Don. It. Some really big ones. Yeah. Um, and so I, I like the good ones. Like you're a good one. I don't like the crappy yeah. ones. The, the cheesy ones. No. Meanwhile, what's with those fingernails? What's with those fingernails? Let me see. Let me oh see. my gosh. Do you Let have fingernails you know, on? I, I, I just took them off. I just took them off the other day. So I have yes. to get them redone. I usually always have them on. They're always long. It is my creative. How do you outlet. how do you pick up things? How do you eat? You know what's crazy? It's easier to do things with them for me than without them. Oh my god. I that's don't so, know how. so they were fake. They're not your own. Oh no, they're not mine. Because they're those, they were out to here. I mean, I never saw yes. nails like that. I would kill an assailant with that. I mean, you couldn't pick anything out of your teeth. You can't like pick your nose. You can't. I don't know how you even pull wow. your pants up. With how, about, like that. how about when you wipe your mookie? I mean, you could cut it to pieces. <laughs> oh my gosh! You gotta like love it. So first anyway, of all, you're very yeah. sweet and very pretty. Thank you're you. so not like your video. Look at your video. Your video you're <laughs> you like this notorious so woman. No, your video is you're a notorious woman. This. This goddess lady, and you're just a sweet little girl. Look at you. Thank you. So, you really so we are. have a chat room full of people. Say hi to everybody in the chat room. Hello, everybody. Hello, hello. Oh, she, she so tell us now, She's where did kitty. you? Uh, I think I read that you uh, are from both. You live in Georgia and LA. Is that correct? Yes. Yes. Where do you live in LA? Well, in the valley. In the valley. Okay. Because we're valley, in Palm. Yes. We're in Palm Springs, but we go to Atlanta a lot because I make a lot of movies and we shoot a lot of movies in Atlanta. Really? I, I told you, never ask anyone where they live. No, we don't tell people where we live. No, I don't. Either. I didn't ask like for her address, just like the area. Like, I mean, if she ever gave out where she lives, you realize thousands of men are going to be running there in a minute. Yeah, they would probably. Actually, I mean, thousands of men, trucks, buses, <laughs> everything. <laughs> They'll be following her down the street, annoying her. 
I think it's oh. so funny. That cute little button that she is. Look at her. I love her. She's so cute. So, so let's talk a little bit. Okay, so you, grew, I know you grew up in an entertainment family. I know who your father's Tony Mercedes, who's like a big, 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 big to do in the music industry. Um, did you always want to be in the entertainment industry as a young child, or like? Because I think I read in in an interview that you did that you didn't really start taking it seriously until a couple of years ago. You know, it's something that I've wanted to do. Um, even as a child, I've always wanted to do it. But I knew, like, for the longest, I was not ready yet. It, I, it would have been musical suicide if I would have done it, you know, years before. So I was like, well, give me a, you know, give me a while, you know, to get ready and get myself together. And when I'm ready, I'm in there. Now, what did Daddy think of the video we just saw? Um, you Did know, he say, honey, <laughs> a little too much? <laughs> he, no, he, he approved. Um, he, I don't even think that he was even in the room while we were shooting, to be honest. That is hilarious. <laughs> <laughs> I don't blame him. If it were my daughter, I would look the other way also. I mean, you know, you really were provocative in that video. That's shockingly yes. provocative. It's so, wonderful, though, you know, because it's, it's showing the world that there is more to the world than nuns, and priests, and, and rabbis, you know what I mean? There are people that live on the wild side. Was it your dog in the video? Um, no, no, that's actually my dad's dog and my stepmother's oh, dog. Little, we, no, because we love dogs. See, look, here's, Astro. here's our little dog, Astro. We love the little dogs. Astro was watching and he started breathing heavily, so I stopped him from watching. Also, real quick, I need you to give a shout out. To- wait, 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 wait. No, 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 no. no. Give just, a shout no, no. out to Eileen Shapiro because she's texting oh, me. Eileen, Eileen, thank you so much. She is amazing. She's amazing. I have so many shout outs. I think your dad's probably listening. Let's do a shout out to Tony too. Hey, Tony. Now the question is: Was there another girl in that video? Yeah, you were not the same one. Yeah, there were two girls. There were three girls, three actually. Girls. Yes. Right. yes. But the one shaking her butt, that wasn't you, right? No, that wasn't me. Okay. Where did she get those no. buns from? I mean, does she have a, are, they, are they motorized? I mean, does she have a machine? I never saw buns move like that. On the phone, they just move so well. I, I don't know how where she gets it from. What a talented I, I need those. I need those. What a, what a talented butt said. <laughs> what a talented butt. <laughs> So I also. But, but you're very beautiful. You know that. <laughs> you know you're very beautiful. Thank you so much. Wait, don't play that role. You know you're beautiful. Yes, you know she's beautiful. Of course you oh, know I you're do beautiful. know. Absolutely. Absolutely. You, have a, you have a mirror. Come on. You see how pretty you are. You guys, Absolutely. if you want to see how good she looks in all her different getups, because she wears the coolest clothes ever, you can follow her on Instagram at official Roxanne Luciano, yes. and. Uh, uh, she she's amazing. Her Instagram is really really cool. Now Luciano, that's Italian. Are you Italian? I am not Italian. The you know it's it's very funny. So I I Hoodlums is one of my favorite movies. Um, uh-huh. I don't know if you've ever seen it. And I just fell in love with Lucky Luciano. So from that point on, I'm like, you know what? This is a perfect name, Roxanne, because it's that's my nickname already. So like, I put Luciano behind it, and it just made sense. There you, you, know, go. you know what that means? I'm Italian. You know what Luciano means in Italian? What? Tell me. Years of light. Yes. Yes. 
Yeah, that's a good thing, man. And that's what you are, years of light, because you are lit for years. That's what it means. Lit for years. Lit for years. And you will be be a shining star, brightly lit for years. See, you picked the right name, Luciano. So I have a question for you. First of all, I want to say congratulations. So I did all kinds of research. I went through all your Instagram posts. Um, You have one of your singles, because you you haven't dropped an EP, right? You've dropped a bunch of singles. Uh, Yes. Phenomenal singles. You have one called A Whole Lot of Ass. And uh, and it got five hundred thousand streams on it. It's a really good song, actually. I liked it a lot. Uh, and, uh, Do you have a singer R and B? Yes. So so we have I'm a lot of that to, coming on the. I want to hear. Hang on, hang on. Let I want to hear your R and B. I bet Ooh, you it's good. Okay. I bet it's good. I bet it's, it's really sexy yeah. and good. Who are some of the R and B singers that you like? Um, oh my gosh, R&B singers that I like. Um, I really like Tink. Um, I like Oh my Kalani. god. I have a story about that. So, really? I used to be a clothing designer and I had a bunch of stores in Florida and um and one day this lady called and said I have this friend who's a singer and he's going to be huge and he you know, he'd like to come and see the stuff and so he came in and it was Tank after he released his first album. He gave me an autographed copy. I got a million pictures with him and Tank, I think Tank is one of the like greatest like singers ever. Yeah. He is Tank so is good. So the fact that you picked him made makes me all happy. I got all excited. He was really cool. We hung out with him and went to a bunch of parties and stuff and and it was a lot of fun. So he's a really good one to pick. I like that. So wait. Uh what who are some of your more favorite hip hop artists? Hmm, definitely Megan Thee Stallion. Definitely Miley's not a, a, a hip-hop Miley's artist. Oh, I like Miley Cyrus. <laughs> he likes Miley like Cyrus. Her. Yeah, I, I like Miley like too. I like her new I song. Like her too. Uh, so, Nikki, what about uh, Cardi B? I like Cardi a lot. I really like Cardi. And I like the new girls that are coming out, too. They're yeah, very like fun. Like you know, when Jimmy and I fight, don't get upset. It's because we're married. <laughs> I love it. We're it's married so 11 hard. years. So we fight. we fight like married couples fight. You know, you don't have to be straightly married to fight. You know, you could be gaily married. I'm working. Fight. I'm working on a movie. I'm working on a movie and we don't have it cast yet, but we're in negotiations with one of the four hip hop artists you just mentioned to play the lead. And the movie's called My Porn Star Wife. And basically it's a an urban kind of version of Pretty Woman. Oh, wow. And it's amazing. And uh, That's um, good. Yeah, so it's going to be very fun and very cool. And and so I want to like talk since he just told you that we're married. So you have another song that came out called I Like Girls. Oh, you do? And yes. it's a phenomenal, phenomenal. Uh, it's actually a phenomenal song. And it's very bold because um, it's not a subject that's always – always openly accepted in the yeah but the, the, men, the, men are, the men are gonna love her more now when they hear that <laughs> straight straight <guys. laughs> well, tell us a little bit about it tell us a little bit about it so i've always wanted to have like even if it was just that one song that one song that was just for like it, it's not i never wanted to be just aimed boxed at the community but i've always wanted like you know I want the LGBT community to have a voice and have an outlet. Like I want the girls to come out and be like, Hey, I like girls. Like there's nothing wrong with that. Nothing at all. There's absolutely nothing wrong. Nothing with at all. I think. Though, nothing. It's just, the, an, it's just another choice. It's ridiculous. 
Some people like redhead, some people like brown skin, some people like yellow skin, some people like blonde, well, some people like girls, some people like eyes. What's the big fucking deal? Exactly. Exactly. Give me a I think coming out. I I think you coming out and doing it though is very cool. And I also think the fact that you know, you did a video, you did a song about it. You're not ashamed of it. It's not your identity, but you also don't run away from it. And I'm uh, happy you're a sister. <laughs> I'm, very, I'm very proud that you're a sister. Thank and you. I'm proud of you. I like you better now than before I met you. <laughs> well, I didn't know. I didn't know that you were family. I didn't know. I didn't know you were family. I, I think it's fantastic. So so I, I also think it's, you know, it's it's very bold in what you're doing. And I don't think a lot of people have done it. And I also think it's going to be something that helps you stand out and build a broader audience you you know, know, the for world, the music that you're the, doing. The world is changing. We are suddenly realizing Absolutely. that it's just not one particular kind of person that should rule the earth. That there are many people that should rule the earth and many people that should love each other no matter what. And that love is such a wonderful gift. Why deprive it? If you love a woman and you're not allowed to love a woman, isn't that sad? You're depriving yourself of love. And I think anybody that takes love away from somebody is a piece of shit. Absolutely. I totally agree with that. I like love it too. You know, love is such a I gift. Actually, my God. I actually tried to get that. I like. Look what I'm in love with this old man. <laughs> I actually love tried. It. <laughs> Beautiful. I love it. Like it warms my heart. I really uh, love it. So I, I married him for his money. We go. We go to a lot of. We go to a lot of fun red carpets. And so when I know there's a cool one that I think. Do you like horror movies? Oh, we yeah. go to a lot of horror movie red carpets. Oh my gosh! Oh, I am a horror movie fanatic. We will. We'll get. I'll oh, get yeah. you invited to go and, with us. And you have to hang with us because you're going to be so yeah, outrageous. Yeah. You'll be yeah, so outrageous. We want to show you off. You'll hang with yeah, us. Yeah, you'll love it. We we go to a lot of fun events, and I think it'd be a lot of fun. Now, are you selling your records? Are they we, still? Uh, they call uh, songs. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Yes. Yes. Like um, on Apple, we're we're selling like streams and things like that. And yeah. How many so, songs have you actually released so far? Um, hmm. how many have we released? I think <laughs> four. So we have I Like Girls, a, a like whole girls. whole lot of ass, Rich Rich. Rich Rich and Bag Up. Oh, and Drop the Addy. And Drop the Addy. Drop yep. the Addy. I tried to get I Like Girls. Oh, this one is so fun to me. I tried to I tried to download um I tried to download I like girls from YouTube but it's, for some reason it wouldn't let me so that's why I downloaded Rich Lich but I also downloaded Drop the Addy so we could play it for everybody so they could hear it to give you more people to hear it so why don't we do this you introduce the song and then we'll play it for everybody and then you hang on and then we'll come back and talk about it perfect all right Ready? introduce it for us yep. Hello, everybody. This is Roxanne Luciano, and this is my song and my official video for Drop the Addy. Thanks, baby. You're welcome. Hello. What? Well, drop that Addy, bitch. Drop the Addy. Me and my bitches go slide, sit the line. Pretty gay. They already know the vibe. They already know the vibe. Drop the Addy. Me and my bitches go slide, sit the line. They already know the vibe. They already know the vibe. Double C's on the handbag. handbag. I see bitches mad. That's a red flag. red flag. I know how to make him spin his bread fast. Yeah. See my ex 
fast and I still walk dead past. Bring the bottles with the sparkles in my section. He got his own bag, but it don't leave no impression. Walk through the club and they know I come pressure. Gucci on my shades, nothing else is an exception. I know I'm the shit, niggas want my number. He gon' need a mouth and a swag like Obama. Everything that I'm wearing, yeah, it costs a lot of commas. I just came to party, I ain't coming for the drama. My right hand says she wanna draw the boat. Draw the blast in the air, cause I'm about to make a toast. Cause we the baddest in the building, don't care for your opinion. Flex on these hoes, wanna cash to the ceiling. Me and my bitches gon' slide, get the line. Pretty gay, they already know the vibe. They already know the vibe. Drop the Addy, me and my bitches gon' slide, get the line. Pretty gay, they already know the vibe. They already know the vibe. Drip on faucet, running like water. On caution, call me Miss Parker. You had it, you lost it. You should have been smarter. You driving the charger, and I'm a flying charter. Different. I don't text back, and they all up in my mentions. Pay my own bills, I don't never need permission. Boss bitch, I don't have to play position. Don't compete, I'm my own competition. Roll out that red carpet when I pull up. Smoke in the window, they can't see me when I pull up. Got them looking like, who is that when I pull up? It's sad, I be making hoes mad when I pull up. I got a leg up, without my legs up. What you jealous, what you mad, what you fed up? So when you see me in the club, you ain't saying nothing. I got loafs and you hoes got bread crumbs. Drop the Addy, me and my bitches gon' slide, get the line. Pretty gay, they already know the vibe. They already know the vibe. Drop the Addy, me and my bitches gon' slide, get the line. Pretty gay, they already know the vibe. They already know the vibe. Yay! Hello, hello. What's up, you guys? That was Drop the Addy. You got the nails again. And you are one sexy yes. blonde. Let me tell okay. you. As a blonde, you look you look good as a blonde. Before we went off to your song, I said you look like a young Patty LaBelle. Ooh. Did you ever see pictures of Patty, Patty when beautiful. she was young? Oh, Patty's a when beautiful she was lady younger, now. Yeah. She's still beautiful, even at, at she's my age. She's Absolutely. 80. She's 82 years old. She's exactly my age. Actually, I was going to say, I saw like in that video, especially some traces of Eve, too. A little bit of Eve in really? there. Really? Those videos, <laughs> you know what? The music, does. I still don't understand the music, but the videos are very pretty to look at. Thank you. It's a beautiful Thank video you. with the Bentley and the nails and the costumes and the yeah. pretty girls. I, I kind of like rap. Now. You know what? I once, the first time I ever heard rap, I was at, in my car, convertible, and I was at a traffic light, and there was a car next to me with the boom, 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 boom. My, my car almost fell apart from the banging. And then I heard the lyric, woman, I'm going to get you, I'm going to cut you, I'm going to slit you, I'm going to beat your ass. And I thought, what in the hell is that crap? all of, And that's music? Yeah, this was years ago. And Many Jim, years ago. Jimmy said, this is gangster rap. Am I right? Yeah, Gangst, that was back, gangster rap. back in the day. And I thought, this is hideous music. I'm used to songs like, you know, like, stand there just a moment, darling. Let me catch my breath. I've never seen a picture quite so lovely. A lyric like that. You know, women should be loved and adored. Not spoken of. They're going to cut her ass and beat the shit out of her. <laughs> what kind of nonsense is that? And then he called her a hoe. He called her a hoe. And I thought, that's nice. Everybody should call their girlfriend a hoe. <laughs> <laughs> you know, 
It's just not. No. I'm from the days of Johnny Mantis, you know. Sometimes it gets, it's a little too much, a little Johnny too Mantis. much. So one of the lines, though, that I really loved in that was everything I'm wearing costs a lot of commas. Yeah, we like I that. I was like, that was that's freaking cool, awesome. <laughs> that's, a great, that's a great line. Everything I wear costs Thank a lot you. of commas. I like that. No, it was very yes. fun. So now, no, it's a great video. And I, and I love the fact that it has class and the, the Bentley and everybody's dressed yeah. so well. And, and everybody's gorgeous and every, in the video. Yeah, and everybody no is so pretty. And I like the video. I think it's a nice video. I'd watch Thank it again. So who did you listen to growing up? Like, what kind of artists did you listen to growing up? Because Tank would have so been I, older. Well, I guess not. Yeah. Was a long time ago. I love, like, Missy Elliott. Like, I love That's listening cool. to Missy. And, like, Pharrell. Loves mm -hmm. Pharrell. Um, hmm, so many people. I was such a big Beyonce fan. Okay. <laughs> yeah, well, did you growing up, yes. Definitely loved to meet some Beyonce. <laughs> No, that's cool. Did you ever listen to Patti LaBelle growing up? No. No? My oh, my God. Like, so I always heard her, and I just loved her voice. Like, she just has such a beautifully elegant voice to me. I love it. Oh, and she's got such range. You too. should listen to yes. a few Patty. Patty's uh, heartbroken songs. They're the best. Oh, gosh. I love Patti just... LaBelle's my favorite uh, singer. And yeah, he I, listens to and it. I a almost lot. met her, but I will again one day. So, how often do you go back to Atlanta? Do you go back to Atlanta a lot? I live in Atlanta. I okay. live here now. Mm -hmm. Oh, so you're in Atlanta now and not in LA? Yep, not in LA. Okay, which one do you like? Do you prefer Atlanta over LA? Yes. I always, yes. yes. I know, I prefer LA. Like, no. I, I need to be near water. I think I just love, I love the water. So, okay. And the weather, the weather in Georgia is crazy, but I'm st it's still growing on me. I like it. Meanwhile, the weather in LA is crazy. It's been raining and freezing in Palm Springs I've all heard. winter. Terrible winter we're having. Colder than New York. Awful. It snowed, I think, That's in Palm terrible. Springs somewhere. Do you have uh, aspirations to like uh, to also act, or are you going to pretty much stick in stick in music? I would love to act. Because you're I gorgeous, be, you could easily do it. Yeah, I think I you think could. So, who are you? Do you uh, like who are some of your favorite actors that you like? Hmm. I have a lot of favorites. <laughs> <laughs> Mark Wahlberg is one of my favorite oh, I actors. Mark I want to yeah. ask, ask a very young black girl this question: What do you think of Diana Ross? I love Diana Ross. I mean, do you think she's a good singer? You like her style? Absolutely. I and love her think, style. I think Diana has crazy style. I love it. Everything so you, is excellent. I love it. You love her? Ain't no mountain high enough? Yes. Yes. I do all, love that. Ain't no valley what, low. I danced to Diana Ross all my young life. Oh. I danced to her. And the Supremes. There's, there's a person in the chat room team named Mariah Shaw who says she loves you. So ah, I just that's my is. sister. I love you, sis. Oh, hi, sister. Hi. And then Marcelo, Marcelo <laughs> Nine. Do you know somebody named Marcelo yeah. Nine? Yes, Say hi. yes. That is family. And LJ, LJ Gorel. I don't know if that one's. Oh, that's you, my best friend. Are you, are you, are you, <laughs> hey, LJ. Are you seeing anyone? 
I am keeping my lips closed with those. <laughs> oh, so, so then you are seeing someone. <laughs> the world can never know. There you go. Okay, that works. Well, I hope whoever it is treats you really well. Make <laughs> like, sure. And because, also, it lets everybody else because you're, you're, val- you're valuable. Make sure you're treated valuably. Not, I'm going to beat your ass, I'm going to cut you, bitch. No, no, I don't want my ass cut up. I don't need that. Okay, so so you're going to do a, a, let's do some hypothetical music questions. So you're going to do, you're going to go record some kind of hip-hop duet with somebody. So you need to pick, you can pick a guy or a girl who you want to duet with. Mm. Look at her, I love her. (laughs) Look at that little face. (laughs) She's the sweetest I really want to do something with Chris Brown. Oh, really? Who? Wow, Chris Brown. Chris Brown? I I love his voice. Uh, he's got oh, a great. Jamie Fox. Mm. Yeah, Jamie Foxx. Jamie Foxx actually really like doesn't get so much props because he's such a big actor. But he's actually I really love good Jamie right Foxx to death. <laughs> I love when me. he did the television show and he was in his longer reach and he got the limousine was called what did he call the limousine when he plays the girl he's in oh, drag. She's so young she's not even gonna know what you're oh, you talking don't about. Never saw Jamie? He used to be on In Living Color. He you to, never saw him in drag. Marshall Bob and all these people. Like oh, he, he said, I'm a star, and they're going to call my car the, the Listerine for a limousine. I mean, I, I'm a rock your world, bitch. I'm a rock your world. <laughs> oh, I love Jamie Foxx. He's Fox. very, very funny. He is hysterical. Okay, so then you're going on tour. Who are you going on tour with? You can go on tour with any three other artists, and you guys are all going on tour together. Who you want to go? And they can be living or dead. They don't even have to be, like, current. They can be anybody that you think would be a lot of fun to go on tour with. Hmm. Oh, man. You know what? I would love, and it's just because I just miss her voice so much. I would love to go on tour with Amy Winehouse. Like, she just seems like oh, such Amy a beautiful, Winehouse. Oh, she's such dead. a beautiful spirit. No, Amy Winehouse was a, it's a tragedy, actually, but she was a big talent. Yeah. So I think really she's big, Very one. big. Way ahead of her time, I think. Way ahead. I think like like people that were really big when I was younger, like Genuine, and I don't know, there was like a lot of um, I'll be sure, Genuine, Mary J. Blige, obviously, you know, she's like freaking yeah. like awesome. I would love to do something with Patty LaBelle. Oh, um, you know, I'm around. I could be your great grandfather. <laughs> I'm sure I could be your great. I'm old enough to be. You, you could be my great granddaughter. Imagine isn't that scary. That's so fucking scary. But anyway, um, he's going to be eighty-three in like a month. Yeah. So I try to stay in. Thank you. I try to stay in with the kids and what's going on. It's difficult because you know I've got so many decades of music in my head from the boot. The, the going maybe your father would know, or your grandfather would know, the ink spots when I was a kid. If I didn't care for you, the famous ink spots. Who started? Uh, I I guess rock and roll, and then I went through all of the early days of rock and roll with my most favorite in the world, who was, gee, I should only remember her name. Uh, <laughs> anyway, I I've been through all Mary of, something. I've been through all who uh, wasn't it Mary something? Mary Wells. Mary Wells. He loves Mary Wells. Mm-hmm. Nothing in the world could ever take the place of my guy, my guy, Mary Wells. Then I went through the Diana Ross syndrome, and then I went through the uh, all the other guys and girls, and white and black got together. Wasn't it wonderful? Now white people are doing rock and roll. So it was just, I saw all of it starting to happen 
through all of my decades of my 80 years, and it was wonderful because now we have you, and I'm so happy. And you have a new single that's going and to I'm come so, out soon. I'm so happy to know you, and I'm so happy that so happy. Thank you. You're, you're talented, and I'm so happy. And you have a new single coming out because I got text a picture winning. Yes. Yes. So tell, when's winning coming out? Winning. Winning. Winning is coming out on um, the 25th of April. And definitely Big shout Indo. out to Big Indo and shout out to Rennie Rucci for being on the project. Like it came out so great. The cover is awesome. I know you guys can't see that, but yeah, wow. The cover is amazing. Freaking <laughs> I was just talking oh, about that. Is there anything like the video? It's outrageous. Oh, I'm sure. Yes. Actually, you, you, you put a video out for every song? Have you put out a video for every song you've done? Um, yes. Yes. That's um, a but I'm starting to, like, for when and we're going to do a lyric video. I really wanted to do a lyric video because I think that that's cute. And it's something that, like, people will, because a lot of people don't watch videos that much, but I love to create videos. I just love being creative anytime that we do a song. So I think that's fun. But lyric videos are fun, too. So we went with that for winning. <laughs> I love to watch videos because it gets you to know the performer. That is true. I you know? agree. I and I love videos. Especially your videos are so pretty and exciting and, you know, rock, you. Rolls Royce, you know, very chicy, very expensive. I like that. So, I like so, the videos that tell a story. Yeah, exactly. Your music has a story. I love that. Mm -hmm. And we know what you look like and we get to know you. Yes. I think it's fun too. Definitely. So, keep, so keep, if you, keep making videos. If you weren't going to be a hip hop star, what would you do? <laughs> be a model. She already does that. <laughs> <laughs> I, yeah. Um, honestly, a I, mother. Know, I, would probably, a mother. I would want to be a chef. A chef? Yes, I love yes. cooking. I oh, love to cook. Then you get fat. Nah. <laughs> no, no, I would stay in shape. I promise. <laughs> do, you, do you ever think you'll be a mother? Yes, yes, I so do want to have children. I want so to have two kids. You'll have a, a, a baby with, with, with your partner. I have two. A baby with, oh, they're wonderful. And gay people make the best parents better than oh, any. Yes, absolutely. Boys. Trust me. I, I was, I raised my daughters alone. Oh, they're saying you can really cook too in the chat room. <laughs> <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> oh, I love it. That Cooking is therapy for me. I love so it. Cute. Oh, no, I think that's fun. Like, what are you, like 21? Somebody else said you would be an astronaut. No, she's probably I you know what I would like that. That would That's be kind of cool. Fred Marcello wrote that. Marcello. I'm spacey. <laughs> Everybody That's else is saying you're super sweet, like smart, that. gorgeous young lady. She so is there she's very sweet. You gotta like Thank love it. So if I saw her and then you said that was her video, I'd say no, that's not the same girl. <laughs> so when are you gonna? When are you? Have you recorded any R and B stuff yet, or you're gonna record something? I want to hear that. Yes. So um, my EP that's coming out, um, and definitely special shout out to I went to Europe actually to work on this EP. So shout out to all of my boys from Europe, uh, Pillfinger, who is who's producing, who's on, who's doing all the creative stuff behind the scenes. Shout out to Louie and Benji where, and Yogi. Where, it's so where, funny. Where in Europe where, did you go? Where in Europe did you go to do Copenhagen. it? Copenhagen. Okay, Copenhagen. Demo. And got so sick. It was it was horrible, but I got it done. 
Okay. Oh, that's so, good. So, yes, there's going to be a lot of new stuff on there. There's rap on there. There are more singing songs. Um, there's more, like, reggae, Spanish type of songs. Like, it's a lot of different things. A lot. If there's pop songs on there. So, so it's basically, you're just going to be, you won't be really categorized as just a hip-hop artist. You'll just be an artist. I just want to be, yes. And that's what I'm aiming for. That's exactly what I want to do. Years ago, years ago, we had a lovely word for you, and it was a chanteuse. A chanteuse in French means singer. And I think you are the ultimate chanteuse of hip-hop. Thank you. So use that Thank word. You. Say, yes, I'm a chanteuse. When you go to foreign countries and they say, who are you? What do you do? Say, my name is Roxanne, and I'm a chanteuse. <laughs> <laughs> and, then, and then after, put a fuck you if you can. <laughs> and then yes. put a fuck you. Yes. Like you gotta like love it. I like that a lot. that? <laughs> so are you on? Are you on Twitter or, or TikTok or any of the other platforms? You primarily stick on Instagram. I pretty much stay on Instagram, but I am on TikTok. Um, TikTok is Roxanne Luciano. Um, Twitter is Roxanne underscore Luciano. Um, okay. Yeah. I'm going to follow you on those two and just Roxanne Luciano on TikTok. Okay. I'm on TikTok uh, now for a couple of, for like a couple of months, but my TikTok's not great, but I'm, I'm old. I feel stupid doing videos. No, <laughs> I just, uh, no. This stupid. But I'm doing good. I have like, <laughs> 70, I mean, I only have like 8,000 followers and I have like 70,000 likes. So like people like what I put but stuff Jimmy, up there. Jimmy, if you call yourself old, you're 26 years younger than I am. What the frig am I? Older. I'm just ashes. <laughs> I'm, I'm not even here. I'm ashes. I'm dust. No. <laughs> so you guys follow Roxanne. Roxanne. I'm dust. Follow Roxanne Luciano, you guys, on Instagram at official Roxanne Luciano. Um, you can follow her on uh, Twitter is Roxanne underscore Luciano. And on TikTok, she's Roxanne Luciano. She's got at least five singles out. And if you go to YouTube and just Google her name, Roxanne Luciano, you can find all her videos. Um, really want to watch the one for I Like Girls. And um, and then we played Drop the Addy and Rich Rich. And also you want to listen to a whole lot of ass because it's really good. And also, Roxanne, <laughs> I personally want to invite you back on our show. But only yes, if you only if you bring me R&B music. I want to hear okay. you singing. I think you're going to be an outrageous R&B singer, which may take you into the history of music, whereas yes. rap may not. R&B may be, you may become another Patti LaBelle or one of those other gals. Never know. Oh, I love that. No, seriously. Oh, LaBelle, I want to hear. The Minaj combo of the yes, two and blow I, up huge like that. That would be I, awesome. I, I want to hear your R&B. I honestly mean okay. that from the bottom of my heart. I think you can knock us out of our boxes with that. We can do that. We can definitely I think you're going to be very that. sultry, very sexy, and very, like, whispery and beautiful. Yeah. yeah. I like so so we will have you back, Roxanne. I promise you. Absolutely. You. So you guys follow her. Shout out to all your fans in the chat room. Shout out to your yes. father. Shout Tony out to everybody. I'd like to. I want to shout out to Dallas Austin. Definitely Dallas Austin and the DAD distribution. Um, Liz Garner. Let's see, Jovan. We have you both, amazing oh, gentlemen. I'd like to shout out to thank you. And thank you Let's see. Um, Oh, Rico Lumpton. We have a lot of people. Shout out to everybody who's helping. Who's helping Roxanne? Build the dream. Like her dream. That's right. Yes. Come true. Yes. 
All right, Roxanne, thank you so much for coming on the show. Uh, we'll Roxanne, Roxanne, whoever you're with, tell that person they are so friggin' lucky. They have no idea. <laughs> you just know what Ron Russell said. Ron Russell said, you are so lucky. <laughs> All right, everybody. Thank you so much. Thanks for Thank Roxanne. you so much for having me. We'll this see is, you guys next week. Everybody have a great weekend. She is Bye-bye. so sweet. She is so cute, Jimmy. I love her. She's really adorable. <laughs> you. All right, everybody. Thanks. Bye-bye. <laughs> see you guys next week. What a nice... can turn out to In the mix, yeah, we in the mix. It's another episode. Here we go, the Jimmy Star Show with Ron Russell, interviewing the hottest, newest, and truest of today's celebrities. Make sure to subscribe so you can get notified weekly. Jimmy Star, he's the king of cool. Ron Russell, he's a gorgeous dude. Chat room is live, and you would be a fool not to vibe with us at the Jimmy Star Show with Ron Russell. Come watch it live on W4CY Radio. Missing past episodes? Download on iTunes. The Jimmy Star Show with Ron Russell. It's the Jimmy Star Show. Ron Russell.